push yours now. You don't push your button and then we'll oh, stream. All right. Got it. All right. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. My guest today is Tracy Garrigan, and she is going to tell you about how she was able to ditch eight medications and actually started a plant-based coaching revolution. Please welcome her to the show. It's so nice to meet you in person. I feel like we've been operating in kind of co-centric circles and spheres and kind of knew of each other, but I've never actually met you. So it's so nice to meet you. It's totally my honor. I'm a big fan of your work. Well, thank you so much. Well, in case people don't know, you work at part of the Food Revolution Network. You work with Ocean Robbins, who's everybody knows who he is, if they're vegan or anywhere in that space. And he's been on the show before a few times, actually. And when he was on, I don't remember a few months ago, he was talking about a certification course that really intrigued me. And I, you know, I'm happy to promote anything that's vegan on my show. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought, you know, this sounds like a great course. And I just want you to know that I actually signed up and some of my friends are taking with me and I'm just really excited. Oh, I'm so excited to have you all with us. I hope it's going to be a really great immersive, hands-on, yummy experience for you. Well, I, and you're one of the you're one of the instructors or coaches or teachers in it, right? I am. I'm I'm heading up the faculty for the coaching pillar. Um, we can get into the whole structure of the course, I guess, as things unfold. But I'm I've been really blessed to surround myself with uh, just a level faculty for this. So before we even talk about the course, there's going to be so much value in today's interview, even if people aren't interested in it, because you have a, I, I love stories of people getting better. And especially when the getting better had to do with adopting a plant-based diet and you're started at the age of two, that is quite a young time to have a, 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 a such a serious disease. Yeah, um, I was diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis at two. And, you know, obviously that was a devastating thing for my parents to hear. And my mother was actually a um, registered uh, nurse. She was a pediatric nurse. And so she was very immersed in conventional medicine. And we did all of the conventional things. You know, she was also of that generation and mindset where you just, you know, listen to the doctor and you do what you're told. And so we walked through all of the regular um, protocols and treatments as I grew up. So I think I've probably tested every medication that there was in the uh, 70s and 80s for rheumatoid arthritis. Wow. But to, what, what, I mean, we know it in general, what causes it, but in a two-year-old, is, is that normal for somebody that young to get such a serious disease? Um, I would say no, it's pretty rare. The onset happened to be after um, a series of, of just like the regular vaccinations um, that you go through the MMR specifically is kind of the onset of symptoms developed within a couple of weeks of that. But um, yeah, so we, you know, just kind of dealt with it as best we could at the time and didn't really make any connections to all of the things we know now about autoimmune disease and leaky gut and, you know, anti-inflammatory diets and plant-based eating. And I just followed all the conventional stuff and didn't, um, my family just didn't know anything really about nutrition and health, even though my mother was a nurse. Yeah. So is she on board now though, when she's noticed your recovery? I wish I could say yes, but <laughs> she's, she's, um, 
you know, and we'll talk about this in the course. I think a lot of people really want to help the people they love with making changes as coaches. They, they want to get into this so they can change someone else's life. Um, and for me, the, the tragic part of, of my personal journey is that even with all I've been through, I've been not able to influence somebody in my life who is pretty much the most important person to me. And she, though we acknowledge that your recovery was due to this change of diet and lifestyle or is she not? She has. Yeah, she has. And I, I mean, even at the point when I made all these changes, I, I, um, you know, I think she watched from the sidelines very cautiously as I was just, um, you know, really hell bent on doing things my own way after doing things everybody else's way for so many decades. So, you know, it wasn't until my thirties where I was like, there must be something more than drugs and surgery when it comes to health. And the drugs that they give for rheumatoid arthritis, are those the biologics? Those are pretty strong drugs, right? Yeah, they're very aggressive, frankly. You know, I was taking biologic response modifiers, um, uh, chemotherapy um, treatment. And I, and I remember having panic attacks, you know, little panic attacks every week and feeling um, side effects and symptoms come on even before I took the drug, which was really, um, crazy making for me. You know, I just was so out of alignment with the treatment that I was engaged in. And I think that there was a disconnect between, you know, trusting all of that versus trusting myself because I didn't have another, you know, lily pad to jump to this, there was a bridge that needed to be built and there was a lot to be learned. Do you even remember what it was like at the age of two? When do you start remembering your, your symptoms? Um, as long as I can remember, I could, I, my wrists don't bend. So as long as I can remember, I like, haven't been able to really like lean on my hand, um, push open a door, you know, things that are, um, pretty basic have always been, a struggle for, for my body. So, um, you know, I grew up with, I guess some would say a, a sort of disability and just learned compensation, um, for as long as I can remember. And, um, pain management was also for me, top of mind, really my whole life. Can you bend your wrists now? No, no, they've been surgically oh. altered. So no, no handstands for you. <laughs> no handstands, but I still did manage to become a cheerleader. I was pretty happy uh, about that. <laughs> were you in pain your whole childhood, as far as you remember? I I would say uh, there were ebbs, there were ups and downs around it all. There were um, periods of of remission um, that would go on for a few years, and then there were like bouts of of severe uh, progression of the disease and. Um, you know, there's, there were a lot of uh, like kind of a uh, side conversations I could take you down around all of that, but, um, it, you know, I, I think what I know at this point that I didn't know then is that when it comes to autoimmune issues in general, you're really dealing with this trifecta of being very nutritionally deficient, um, very toxic, uh, in terms of just additives, chemicals, et cetera, that, that are in your system. And then also um, having a high amount of stress. So 
I know it's like, you know, what would a two-year-old have to stress about, right? But, <laughs> but you know, life is a long time. And, you know, now I'm speaking to you as a, I'll be 50 this year. And, you know, life wasn't a, a vegan cakewalk. I don't think it is for any of us, right? I think we're all the walking wounded in our own way and learning how to manage stress in our culture. And I know Ocean talks a lot about having a toxic food culture, but we have pretty toxic culture in general, you know, when it comes to relationships and expectations and creating boundaries and all of the other things, just living in alignment with our truth there. It's life isn't, isn't easy for anybody. Would you say though, could you say now that you have reversed your rheumatoid arthritis? Like, is that a fair statement? Everybody tells me I can't use that word, but um, I haven't had any medications for, mm, let's see, my since my early 30s. So I think that's that speaks to success in my book. Um, I don't have 20, almost 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. After suffering for 30. Do you have any symptoms anymore? Again, if I let myself get out of whack with self-care regimen, you know, I have to mind all of these lifestyle medicine pillars. I have to watch stress, sleep, um, diet, and exercise. I have to watch it all just like everybody else should be. But my first indication that I'm off in one of those areas is pain and inflammation, which I'm a little bit grateful for because I, I, it's like uh, my body is saying, hey, get back on, get back on the plan. Do you still have to see rheumatologists or do you, do you still have to go for checkups or anything? Nope. I, I fired all my rheumatologists in my own mind. Um, when I was at the lowest point of my health crisis, um, I just, for me, and I would never recommend this to, to other people, but I, I was really at a breaking point of seeing, you know, I was on eight medications and seeing seven specialists, two of which I had two rheumatologists at the time to like oversee the biological response modifiers. I was doing liver function testing was a way of life at this point. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't do another day with them. And, you know, I obviously, it took me three years to wean off of these eight medications, I will say. You know, it wasn't just like I became plant-based and it was this cure-all miraculous overnight success. I mean, it was a journey and I did find new help. I found a naturopathic doctor. I found um, uh, an acupuncturist and Chinese medicine doctor. I found different kinds of practitioners to help me build that bridge. And then I just became completely obsessed with food. <laughs> so so here we are. <laughs> How did you even know to look into a plant-based diet? Had you ever heard of one before? So I didn't look into a plant-based diet. I was reading about leaky gut and autoimmune. And I found this book way back in the day when there were still Barnes and Nobles like that you would go to and you didn't trust the internet quite yet. Um, and so I sat in this in this Barnes and Noble cafe and I took all these books about natural solutions to a healthy gut and autoimmune um, reversal. And, and there were titles, I like, gosh, I wish I could credit the titles now. But at the time, I was really not able to 
um, read and retain much very well. My cognition was super poor. I was really functioning at a minimal capacity. So, um, but the bottom line there was I was presented with an elimination diet and an elimination diet for anybody who's either in the functional medicine world or um, holistic health world, it eliminates it, the elimination includes eggs and dairy and gluten and meats, et cetera. So it by default became a whole food plant-based way of eating, which did wonders for me, except at the time, I really didn't know what I was doing at all. And I didn't have guidance. And the idea of finding a health coach really wasn't on the map so much yet. It was something I never heard of. So I did see a, um, an RD at the time, and the RD also presented me with a lot of information all at once. It was like a 15 minute fire hose session about leaky gut and molecular mimicry and like the, all of this stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm cross-eyed at this point. I was a fashion designer at the time. And I was like looking at this woman across the desk going, who was, didn't even look up to make eye contact during this whole visit going, I don't know what you're talking about. What do I have for dinner? Just crying, you know, and there was nobody to help me translate the advice I got. And, you know, fast forward to where I am now, I now understand coaching to be this missing link between the knowing and the doing. It's great to get great advice, but what happens when you can't follow it? or you have no idea what they're talking about. Right. Because in general, a physician, even if they know this information, doesn't have the time to spend with you to implement it. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. Were you a health coach before you hooked up with ocean and the food revolution network? I was. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's really divine timing the way it worked out to meet up with ocean and food revolution network. I was, um, I've, I'd already been in my own coaching business for, I'd say about seven years at the time. And I had established it in New York City. Then I moved out to LA. And when I was in LA on the West Coast, I started meeting very different kinds of people. You know, LA people are very different than New York people. And they were much more, um, I, I just want to say, I guess the energy was so different. It was more like a, a soft and open energy. Uh, um, and I'm not saying like one is better than the other, but it was interesting to be able to uh, live through both of those experiences and find um, a tribe, so to speak, of people that were really interested in holistic health from um, a, a more heart-centered place, if that makes sense. You know, there's, there's a lot of great information in the world and knowledge in the world, but how it comes to you and the way that it's delivered and the language that's used and the way that you feel embraced by what you're learning um, can make a really big difference for a lot of people and um, some other people uh, at Food Revolution Network or, you know, became in my circle there on the West coast. And I had the um, privilege of helping out at one of the summits 
and I started to work with them really on a, a temporary kind of part-time basis, getting to know the culture, getting to know the community, getting to know even the information around plant-based nutrition. You know, a lot of that stuff blew my mind when I'd heard it. I'd already been health coaching, but I had this really general overview of health coaching and it was really for the mass public. And I worked in a uh, functional medicine office with a MD who would, you know, partner with me. I had my own office in there and, and um, with that connection, we were able to bill insurance for these services. So um, yeah, her patients learned how to implement these changes. But whenever I came across a, a patient or a person or a client who said to me, I'm a vegan, or, you know, the doctor's telling me to eat this and I don't want to, or whatever, for whatever reason, um, I wasn't yet on board a hundred percent with, and I, well, I guess I just didn't really know how to help that person do this healing program and protocol safely in a whole food plant-based way. I didn't have the training. And RDs would tell you, I know the, our, the RD that's in charge of the nutrition segment that um, in the program, you know, she is the first to say, like, I'd never learned this as an RD, you know, becoming plant-based as a specialization. It's not really part of like the regular core training. So there was definitely a whole body of knowledge and research that I wasn't exposed to before I worked with Food Revolution Network. And then, you know, bring to that all of the other solutions that plant-based eating can provide, you know, from an environmental perspective, from a animal rights perspective, from a human rights perspective. Um, being a plant-based eater can reduce a lot of suffering in the world, frankly. So all the years you went to doctors and it sounds like 30 for sure, having yeah. all kinds of medications and in surgeries, which I don't even understand why they do these surgeries and because it doesn't seem to cure the problem. Did they ever say what they thought the reason was that that caused the disease you had? No, there's no, um, I mean, at least in my in my experience, there was never a doctor that said, hey, we know what causes this. Um, they would also say, we also don't know how to, uh, reverse it, but we do know how to manage or slow down the progression of the disease was really the best that they could, could offer. And with the surgeries, what they did was, um, you know, with, with rheumatoid arthritis, there's a degeneration of the synovial fluid in the lining between joints that gets inflamed and your body attacks itself and eats that away. And then after that's gone, it continues to eat away the, the bone around the joint. So it becomes very um, corally is all I can think of, like spongy or corally where there's a lot of pitted holes and damage. So the surgery was intended to create more space to relieve some of that, that pain and stuckness. And um, I could argue now, looking back, I wish I'd never done any of that personally. Cause it, I think it created more problems than it solved. Ultimately, there's too many other variables. You know, when you pull one string, everything is in the web is connected and, you know, they severed 
nerves and ligaments and they had to restring my fingers and, you know, like piano strings. So I had to learn how to, you know, hold a brush again or write, write, you know, a sentence with a, a pen and all sorts of things had to be relearned. Um, and I, I certainly wouldn't wish that on anybody. That must have been incredibly difficult, especially at the young age that you had. And, and like you mentioned, chemotherapy, that I didn't realize that that was one of the treatments. Yeah, um, some of the drugs. I, the one that I used was methotrexate. I don't know if we're allowed to say drugs, but um, that was it's used mostly for cancer um, patients. And it's a, a weekly usually a weekly dose of X amount of milligrams. And what was happening for me is I was taking all these medications that were piling on. My symptoms were getting worse. I was feeling worse. I wasn't sleeping. I was depressed. I was becoming suicidal. The pain wasn't going down. Um, I couldn't think I had brain fog and all of these symptoms kept mounting. And whenever I spoke to one of my doctors, they would say, you're having breakthrough symptoms. This is your, this is the underlying disease breaking through and we need to up, we need to increase this dosage. So, you know, what can I say? Wow. It's, um, <laughs> so it, 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 you, how quickly did you change your diet and how did you make that transition? And was your diet even a bad diet? Um, my diet before I decided to take on dietary changes on my own was um horrible i lived on happy hour i was you know i had was living on very little sleep i had a very high stress job in fashion i uh, didn't cook at all at home i used my oven to source store sweaters um i i was definitely like i grew up with instant convenient packaged everything and so I really didn't know um, how to how to boil water, frankly. And all of that had to be learned. And I, you know, if one of my doctors, I remember a neurologist said to me, you know, pain is a powerful master. And it it truly is. And I have to give thanks and praise to my body for giving me that much pain and discomfort and for loving me enough to grab my full attention, you know, so that like, I will never, um, knowingly, uh, disregard a symptom or not pay attention to the calling of my body ever again. I don't think that there's any, there's no room for it. Well, it's so great because, you know, you're making such a difference now helping other people. And I'd love to talk about what you created with it. I mean, are you, were you the creator of this program, actually? I am. The, I'm the founding director. I pulled together the curriculum. I um, found all the faculty. Um, thank heaven that John and Ocean, I mean, could you ask for a more well-versed and connected Rolodex? Like the the contacts that were willing to hop on board in this project, I'm I will be forever humbled at how many people rose up to answer the call when we said, "Hey, we're seeing that we're being asked." You know, I was I was community manager for Whole Life Club for a couple of years, and through that um, group 
support network of of learning and and all of our members supporting one another people would ask like hey where can i get more personalized support hey where could i you know do could i get one on one coaching we would get emails all the time and we really didn't have plant based coaches to recommend we would direct people to um the plantrition project to find you know uh plant based practitioners but when people would say to us hey you know i've been putting my my pants on out of bed with like the left leg first for 30 years you're asking me now to put the right leg on first i can't do it and it's not about what they know it's about learning how to do what they want to do and really um the psychology of behavior change is an actual field you know we have we have people that are are trained up in in leading the way in that that we've also invited into our course like um um coach meg um and uh she her full name is margaret moore she's in charge of um well coaches and they're the ones that she sat on the board for nbhwc and they, she's very much responsible for a large body of research around behavior change and has led the charge with getting health coaching um, reviewed by the um, by the powers that be, so that these could become actual reimbursable services. So there's a lot going on there, but we we really wanted to make sure that we had not just nutrition information, because that's you know you could find that pretty much on your own. Is it organized the way we have? No. Do you have the um, access to, you know, sitting down on calls with Brenda Davis and, and Dr. Michael Clapper? No, um, you do with us, you know? So I really wanted to make sure that one, we created a course that didn't bore you to tears, was very interactive. You really can't be, although there is synchronistic and asynchronistic training, meaning some are pre-recorded and, and the live calls are live, um, you can put it together in a way that works for you to go through it. And the more you can engage, the more you get out of it. We still have people going through the first cohort and it's great to still see them engaged on the forum. It's great to see our graduates engaged on the alumni page we have to see what they're up to and stuff. So it's, it's um, a very real supportive network to learn both nutrition and coaching. And there's all the business stuff, which is a whole other monkey. <laughs> yeah, well, we have a lot of questions that actually came in. I sent you some of them in advance, but there's also some in the chat that I don't want to miss. And this one is similar to the one that I asked you before we logged on. And Debbie said, uh, last time um, when Ocean was on, he talked about the program. I gave my deposit, hoping to be chosen as a participant. I never heard back or received my deposit, and it's quite challenging to get someone on the phone. Help. I'm very frustrated, but still very interested in taking this course. Um, I have to say, I'm very sorry that that's what you're experiencing. It's not our norm. Um, a few things. One, if you submitted a deposit, you would have received an email um, asking, prompting you to submit your application. It could be that you didn't do that yet, but please check your junk and spam and all of that to make to to look for an email from us. Um, if not, still you can um, 
email us again at certification at foodrevolution.org. And our team, we take 24 to 48 hours to go through our emails every day. So we, we never get that far behind. I'm surprised. Um, for a clarity call, there is a link to a button on the main sales page to speak with somebody. So um, I think... Chef AJ, you have a link for for the your own sales page for us, right? It's um, I believe it is certification. What is that? Oh, sorry, foodrevolution.org slash chef AJ. So if you go to that link, you should see our um, landing page for this course. And at the bottom is a button to book a clarity call. So if you want to speak to a human being, that's the best way to do that. Thank you so much. And also, you know, I'm wondering, I, is it possible she put the wrong email in? Because I registered for the course and I'm like, I can't log in. I actually put the wrong email in, believe it or not. Yeah, that happens to the best of us. It does. It's yeah, I would I that it happens. So I would definitely reach out again. Yep. All right. Well, let's, let's dive into some of these questions. And so the, guys, I'm taking the course. So if you want to be in the class with me, I'd be happy to like, maybe, you know, study with y'all. And this sounds amazing. So let me get to, there's quite, quite a few questions that I sent you. So let me find them. Here we are. So the first one is, and, and I, I don't need to say the person's name unless you want me to, but she says, I'm already a plant-based registered dietitian, so I'm not really needing the nutrition pillar and I'm not at all interested in coaching. Can you please discuss what we'll learn in the business pillar so I can decide if it's worth the cost of the program? Mm, that's a good question. First of all, thank you for being a plant-based RD. Yay, we need more of you. Um, thanks for spearheading that movement. And as you probably already know, then if you're an RD, there's... Um, there is the uh, ability to be listed in the Plantrition Project already for you, but we have actually, we're giving away, we're giving all of our graduates um, for the 2023 cohort free listing as well as one of our certified coaches. And um, we will also be promoting everybody who graduates in a, in a email blast. And we have over... I think we're over 750,000 emails of subscribers now at this point, probably more towards a million. So I just want you to know that we will be promoting our people if that's helpful as a business decision. Um, but in the business pillar, we have last year when we launched it, we really went guns blazing into a lot of more advanced uh, business information. The feedback was, whoa, 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 we're not ready for this. So we have designed instead, um, we're giving you all that anyway as a bonus. You're going to still get all that. But we've designed instead these three collections, depending on what pathway you think is right for you. So there's an entrepreneur pathway that's going to be led by Melinda Cohen. And what that is, is a collection of lessons about becoming an entrepreneur. And she is the queen of structure. She always says structure breeds freedom. So she has very clear um, uh, guidance and tools around how to build your, your business or your practice in a way that is uh, more automated so that you can really focus on the part that you like doing. So that's cool. Um, the 
employment collection is for those who are really looking to work with other people. I know for myself, I was, um, when I was working for myself, I kind of did a, a bunch of different things. I worked at a lot of private clients, but I also had contracts with um, other practitioners where I would work with them on certain days a week for, you know, a fixed rate. And you can kind of piece together the the kind of lifestyle that works best for you. Uh, and we will be exploring the ways to do all of that. If you want to do private one-on-one uh, -on -one work versus uh, groups, small groups, or do a DIY online program that, you know, which is appealing to a lot of people who want something to just kind of get up and running. So we'll be doing, we'll be doing that. Um, and then also for those of us who are just really interested in making change, we're going to be doing a change maker collection, which is, I'm super inspired by this is going to be more like how to roll up your sleeves and do things on, on a more local, uh, in a more local capacity. Like maybe you want to start a community garden or, or work with a local school system to change their menu or to get healthy options on the menu. We're going to be um, having a whole collection about that as well. So, and then you'll have a mastermind time with Ocean, some live calls with Ocean. You'll also have um, what we're calling impact sessions. So a lot of training programs will, um, you know, you'll, you'll listen to the lesson and then you'll they'll ask you to go on your own to do some homework but in this case we're actually creating the space for you to do the thinking and the homework with our faculty so i think that's very appealing because you get to bounce off your thoughts where you're stuck ideas whatever off of you know ocean and our faculty in the business pillar so that will be um, melinda cohen who i mentioned Teresa keppel who's been very intimate with um, Sage Levine at Women Rocking Business for years. Um, so yeah, whatever path you really want to take, whether it's self-employment or working with other people in a group or making a change in your community or taking an existing business and taking it to the next level with things like, you know, split tests and funnels and podcasts and yada, 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 like all of that is there. And our team is also there to support all of your questions because really I think what everybody longs for is that personal experience, right? So all these different aspects of the business uh, pillar, like do you have to choose one or can you do all of them, what, the different ones you were saying? That's a great question. Um, I, initially, we did think about it as choosing a path, but when we spoke, like I know my experience was I've, I had to do a little bit of all of those things at one point or another. And I want those resources and I want those, those people. And also a lot of, there's a lot of overlap too, between being an entrepreneur. And, you know, if you go to look for a job, you're still going to want a website. You know, you're still going to want some social media presence. You're probably going to have an employer that looks for that. So there's a lot of overlap in today's you know, online digital world that will, there'll be some crossover between these different paths. I would definitely recommend diving into them all. They're all available to you, taking what you want, leaving the rest, you know, and then using that live time to think out, you know, really do the mind mapping to figure out how it is you want to do this work in the world. 
you might decide you don't want to do that work in the world at all. Like you might, this might be just a personal journey. It might be working with your family. It might be, you know, a very intimate need. We had a lot of people go through the course for just that as well. And there's absolutely no fault in doing that. I know um, I, I'll talk more about that. You have, they have another question that I think falls in line with that. So I'll wait. Right. Great. Because, um, you know, I just, just to uh, tag on to what the viewer asked, I am not interested in the nutrition pillar or the coaching pillar at all. I am really one of these people that just, cause I mean, you guys are so successful at having really a plant-based empire that I, any tricks and tips I can learn will help me. And it's funny because right when I enrolled, there was like these 10 bonus videos and I've watched them. What I do is I watch stuff once really quickly, like in 2.0, just to kind of mm -hmm. get Review and then I watch it again. And yeah. even though I wasn't interested in coaching, I learned something in the coaching video that's like, well, even though I'm not coaching people, like you, they talked about, like when people like the objections people have, I was like, well, I can use that in business too. Like it doesn't like, you know, anyway, I, I think it's like what you've done is absolutely fabulous. And I, and I'd like to ask more questions on how it's like going to be delivered. But first I want to get to Gina's question because she's watching live and I would love for Gina to take the course with me. She's a personal friend and she has so much to give, but she says, I have a question about people with learning disabilities taking it. Is there a consideration for that in the course? And I don't know if you're able to share what the disability is, Gina, that I could ask more specifically, but uh, I did ask your question. So. Um, that's a really good question. We do provide uh, video, audio, and written transcripts um, because we know not not everybody learns the same way. And we also know that people um, may have different needs for various ways of learning. So um, we've, we are aware of it. I think beyond that though, I, I'm not sure if there's anything more specific Okay. Well, if she has more specifics, she can maybe either contact you privately or or type it in the chat if she's willing. Yeah, I would I would love to know how to support um things specifically. I feel like every request we get, I'm very happy to say like we've been able to figure out how to serve. Um and so if it's not in place already, we can figure it out. Thank you. And I'm sure you will try. So this next question is, I have been vegan for over 30 years and will turn 80 next month. I still teach aerobics and I feel I could get clients, but on a senior citizen's fixed income, I just can't afford your fine program. Do you offer any scholarships or senior discounts? Thanks for considering. I know this person. I wish I could pay for her, honestly, but. Uh. I wish I could too, because that that's such a, an underserved community. And we do have, we have a scholarship program that is based on um, making an impact in historically marginalized communities. So I would say that, well, actually we have already given out all of the 100% scholarships, but we still do have some partial scholarships left, which could, um, which could subsidize about 50% of the program. So I would say to reach out to us about that. If there's I think it's worth, I think it's worth asking. Yeah. Is there, is it the same email that they it's, would? Yeah, it is. Yep. Certification at foodrevolution.org. I would say that with a lot of our other, like people who know us, I, I hope that you know how generous Ocean is and how FRN works so hard to leave such a huge amount of um, 
of you know welcome welcome invitation to people that of all different needs and demographics and we give a lot away when it comes to financial hardship we wish we could do more in this case but we have um we have a a pretty big faculty and a lot of a lot of things to that need to be you know paid for on an ongoing basis with this particular program so as a professional training program it's pretty hard with limited seats to give too many discounts thank you uh I Dave says, Dear Tracy, I am a pediatric nurse who's mm. so thankful for your journey, has inspired you to create this program and teamed up with Ocean, et cetera. And I joined the second cohort of this phenomenal course. Well, Dave, I look forward to seeing you in class too. Um, <laughs> here's, an here, here's an interesting question that, that uh, you know, I hope uh, because doctors and throughout human history, well, why scholarships? Shouldn't everyone know this information free of charge? Well, yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I've always had to pay to learn. It's called college. I mean, yes, high school was free, but there is information free, like to learn the diet. Dr. McDougall offers everything for free. So um, yeah. I think if you saw what was involved in this course, you might not say that, but I'll let Tracy uh, comment. Yeah, no, I appreciate the sentiment. And I, I, at a fundamental level, agree. I remember being at my sickest, wishing that all of my healthcare could be free, Um so yeah, it's the same here. the The reality is, though, it takes quite an army to build this program and to produce it and to keep it running. Um, you know, cohort after cohort, and to help everybody involved keep their own lights on, right? So, I you know, we're not there yet. I hope that we figure out a way to um, make more free seats happen soon. But this is only our second year, too. So, please uh, bear with us as we as we grow. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So we here, so followed up. This is what Gina has said. She said, are your tests open book? Are we able to reference the material during the tests? Memory recall during testing. Are they open to adjusting the testing structure? So that sounds maybe like that's her issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. So, um, yeah, thank you for that. Our exams, we, we're going to have, um, like practice quizzes at the end of every module for for pillars one nutrition and pillars two coaching. There's no exams for the marketing. That's really our kind of give back into in support of our students. Um, but the coaching certification is hinged on pillars one and two, passing a midterm exam and a final exam. And that's it. We're looking for 70% pass rate. Uh, you can retake it as many times as you need to. If you're, um, we, like I said before, we do have transcripts. So, I mean, not that I'm going to teach anybody how to cheat, but if you, if push came to shove and you had to just search transcripts for things, you, there's no time limit on, um, there's no time limit on, on finishing the course, like the exam. Once you start it, you can start over and you can take it as many times as you need to, to pass. So, um, I hope that answers mm -hmm. it. Tracy's no stress. I feel like I should say, you know, there, there's the no child left behind thing, you know, like there's nobody will be left behind here. We're here to help. And if you're stuck on something because you really don't know, like there's a great opportunity to learn what you don't know. And we're all there to to help you learn it. Tracy made a funny comment. No part of life has ever been free for me. <laughs> OK, so here's a question from Cheryl. 
Okay, what is the time commitment for the six month program? How many days a week will I need to attend a live class? I know some are recorded, but I assume things like coaching practice would need to be attended live. I'm working a full-time job, but can schedule breaks when I need to attend the lives. Will these be consistent days and times? What would be the average amount of hours per week that I should expect to dedicate to the program for best results and to pass the certifications? Great question. So we are going to have um, synchronistic, like live calls, um, training, and then we're going to have asynchronistic, which is all the pre-recorded stuff. And so really for the, the pre-recorded stuff, there's an average of two to three, sometimes four hours of pre-recorded lessons a week that we drop every week. Um, again, it's a self-paced course, so you don't have to keep up with that schedule. Sometimes it's two hours, sometimes it's four hours, anything in between the live calls. We are scheduling on average one to two a week throughout the entire course. And they're going to be on different things that like the, the, the intention of the live call will rotate. So, you know, this week it might be a, a live coaching Q and a deep dive, that's just on coaching with Howie um, and McKinney and myself. Another week might be just a nutrition deep dive with Brenda Davis and Nicole or Roman. And another week might be um, a practice pod we're calling, which is the opportunity to say, okay, we learned this skill this week in the coaching lesson about deep listening, for example. So this, this week, there's going to be a practice pod. I've got two opportunities. I can take one of those for my practice pod. I'm going to show up and, and roll up my sleeves and practice. We're going to do breakout groups. You're going to have a demo, you know. Could you just say, you're calling it practice pod. What does that mean exactly? That's a live session. And like, is it one, like I, to be a little yeah. specific because I, I saw that in the schedule and I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Yes. It's a, a, a 90 minute live call um, that's led by one of our lead coaches and it's a group call and it starts off with a, a quick recap of what it is you learned for the technique or the skill for coaching. And then it goes into um, a demo of what that looks like. And then you do breakout groups. So you have an opportunity to practice with somebody and then come back to the main main group with everybody and harvest all the key takeaways and the learnings and ask your questions and et cetera, et cetera. So it's an opportunity to practice what it is that you're learning. Got it. And but are those recorded as well? Um, the practice pods. So the thing about breakout groups is that all of the breakout groups cannot be recorded in Zoom. So you, um, you know, we're going to offer like a couple of opportunities to attend. If you are able to attend great they're not required to pass so they're optional to attend we know we even though we're putting like a variety of times and dates and and days of the weeks etc um to allow more opportunity for people to show up we understand like we're never going to work out the schedule so it works for everybody it's not possible you know so we have to start with what the faculty can do and then we've also um We've also based a lot of our learnings this year on uh, from last year's cohort and feedback. Perfect. Thanks. 
I want to add one thing. There is a, for those who, for those enrolled, there is a schedule page in the platform and you can sync that schedule with your calendar. So you'll get the next six, seven months worth of whatever, you know, this date, this time, this person, this, whatever, you're going to get it all on your own calendar. Wait, so, so how do I do that? Cause I'm very tech, like not so great. So I had, I have <laughs> your schedule up. I, I have the page open that says schedule. I wonder yeah. if I could even share screen and would that be a lot? Would you allow me to do that? I mean, I'm not giving anything away. I could share my screen and just show what the curriculum looks like. It looks amazing. There's no <laughs> You're, well, the, the schedule page, do you see on the top where it says add to add to Google Calendar? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to click that. You just click that. Wow. Okay. I never did that before. Cool. And then, oh my God, it's giving me a choice. Apple, Google. Okay. So I get Google online. Huh. Well, that's yeah. interesting. And another cool thing too, just so if anybody's nervous about the tech piece, we're going to have a live welcome call for meeting the faculty. And then we're also going to have another live, a live welcome call for meeting the community. So that will be the chance for us to kind of walk through the platform with people who are not so tech savvy. But you will need to have a certain amount of tech ability to, you know, navigate an online course. But we do have a, a welcome video with Ocean. You probably saw that on the welcome page. And our team is, I mean, we've been an online remote company for over 12 years. We understand, like, we've only had digital products and we've only had e e-learning for people. We don't send physical things out to um, our participants. So it's, uh, we are so good at helping people get there. That's fantastic. Okay. Here's a question. I am on vacation January 15th. Would I be able to attend or listen to a couple of hours? What is the time window of live material in the first day? I'm worried about missing too much in the beginning. Oh yeah, I can understand that. I mean, everybody's very exciting too in the big excited in the beginning. Um, well, our first lesson doesn't drop until the week of January 29th. So maybe you'll be back from vacation by then. Um, there will be a welcome call on January 16th. That's the meet the faculty call. And it's scheduled for 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern time. So um, if you can make that great, if not, it's recorded and you'll get the replay. Excellent. Thank you. So it sounds to me like, except for practice pods, almost everything is recorded. Everything is recorded. Even the practice pods are recorded, but you'll only get to see the recap of the lesson, the demo, and then like kind of where everybody comes back together for all the harvesting and key takeaways at the end of the call. You don't get to like look into all of the individual breakout groups. Right. Yes, I do know that because I've taught classes and Zoom can't, it doesn't have the technology to be doing that. Here's a good question. And it's, uh, it's from Kathy. What doctors or the findings are the nutrition lessons based on? For instance, do they follow one doctor's message or just whole food plant-based or vegan? Well, this course is um, specifically designed to help help people specialize in whole food, plant-based nutrition. So that is the the foundation of all that we are teaching. Um, and we've we've pulled in to the course throughout. Uh, we have a whole bunch of lessons that are on disease uh, specific, um, not management. I can't say management for coaches because we don't manage diseases, but um, education around things like 
um, pick a disease, I guess, autoimmune, brain health, uh, blood sugar, metabolism, all, all of that. So the um, actually the full curriculum, I think, is quite easily uh, available to look at on your page, which is um, yeah. foodrevolution.org slash chef aj if you scroll down you'll, you can see the full curriculum who's teaching what you can also see the next level collection that i mentioned before about the advanced courses um so i would i would say if you're like me and you need to read things and see things till you so you can really understand it i would encourage you to go look at that page where you can go through it. And if you're still confused about anything or you want more information to, to book a clarity call. Nice. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a very, very beautiful website. Okay. This is from, not sure who it's from, but I am still working on my own journey to lose weight and get healthy. Are there any reasons that you see why I should wait to start this training? For instance, I lost 40 pounds last year and got off most of my meds on doing the Google start solution. I'm currently starting my journey publicly. I say, don't wait, girl. I know uh, I would, I mean, I, but what can, I mean, that's just me. <laughs> this is my favorite kind of question because I think every single person who has a calling to do this work and helping other people feels like they're never good enough and they're never ready to do it. And there's this wanting to, you know, have another certification, do another course instead of just like diving in and starting to work with what you know and what you have and helping other people. I will admit that I'm still working on my own journey too. It's not a weight loss journey, but like I shared, you know, I have to be very diligent about, about my own self-care practices and way of living, et cetera, so that I don't have a, you know, another bout of, of body altering, you know, pain and, and arthritis. So whatever your issue is, that's top of mind for you. Um, I really see that as this, this magical thing that you're going to be able to harness and help other people with, you know, I, there's a, a beautiful saying that, um, you know, God doesn't, um, call the qualified God qualifies those who are called and say, yes. And I just, I love that. It was my truth. And I still do this work today because I'm still on this journey. So I don't think there is a um, reason to wait personally. I'm I'm not saying that from a sales perspective. I'm saying that from a, a service perspe perspective. There are people who need you. Well, also the thing is, is you only do the course once a year. So if this person decides to wait, they'll be waiting for one year. And well, you know, that's true too. <laughs> and, and I don't know everyone's exact circumstance, but I think that if you're on a journey, it would be helpful to be with like-minded people, many of whom might be on the same journey or have already gone through the journey, you know? Absolutely. I mean, you run a community, Chef AJ, you know how important it is to have people that you're you're immersed in the topic and you're surrounded by these like-minded people that are going through it at all various stages of their journey. There's just so much love and positivity in these kinds of groups. I, I would never, I, I wouldn't want you to wait to experience it. Absolutely. It's like Costco. You find an item and then they don't have it anymore. So you <laughs> Better, better join now. Operators are standing by. Trader Joe's is the same way. You see something you like and it's gone. Okay. 
my wife has a large plant-based following and an online presence. Do you think I would learn business information that I could repurpose to boost her whole food plant-based business as well? Oh, I love that you're so supportive of your wife. Thank you. Yay, plant-based, plant-based couples making the world turn. Um, I would say that the, I mean, the the business part and the marketing part of our course is something that I didn't get anywhere else. I mean, I've done B school. I've done personally, I've done I've, I've spent a lot of money in a lot of different ways to get what we're putting into this course and being able to lean on Ocean and his mastermind circle for all of the other elements that it takes to, I mean, honestly, I, I want to say that having, again, structure breeds freedom, right? So having a structure in place learning from those mistakes, having a, a mastermind circle to, to be vulnerable in and say, I've tried this and this is not working. What am I doing wrong? Bringing that to the table. Like you don't advance without being vulnerable. So the community that we're having with us, I, I feel is going to be the perfect place to share where you're stuck, share where it is you want to go to, like, what is that next level that you're looking to get to? specifically um there's a lot of uh inner questions or you know personal questions to be asked that it's not my particular ex uh, field of expertise at all so i like thank god that there's the people in place that there are to do this this pillar pillar three impact perfect and that's one i'm very excited about if i don't pass an exam on the first try what is in place to facilitate passing on the second try? How many times can I take a test? Until you pass. Until you pass. And you you can see which answers that you got wrong. And I invite you to not be so focused on passing that you negate learning. You know, if, what are those things that you got wrong? Bring them to the forum. Share what you got wrong let people also be vulnerable with you and say, I got, I didn't understand that either. I mean, maybe we've, it, it happens. Maybe we made a mistake in information or something, you know, like that anything is possible. So I would say if you don't pass at first, try, try again and, and reach out for help where you feel like you need the support. Yeah. Well, it's not, I mean, you give them unlimited tries, right? So it's nothing. Yeah. 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 And, and you're only requiring 70, right? So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, are there quizzes on all the modules, even the business one or just the nutrition one? No, nothing on the business one. The business one is set up so that you have the live time to really kind of do your homework with everybody else, you know? Um, but the, uh, the quizzes are really focused on you learning the content and I don't know about you, but I'm the kind of person that I want hundred percent. So even if I pass at 70 or 80, I want, I become obsessed with the two I didn't get right. Yeah. That's how I was in college. I just, I, I you know, an A minus was not good enough, but yeah. Yeah. Are the tests multiple choice? Are they essay? They're multiple choice. Oh yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I, I took, you know, the, uh, the, 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 certification through, you know, Center for Nutrition Studies, T. Colin Campbell and the Google Start Solution. And, you know, I, I mean, I'm not trying to like brag and say I'm that smart, but I was able to pass those tests, like just 
just because of what I knew, you know, I mean, not that it wasn't also delivered well in the, I'm not saying that yours is going to be easy for me, but I think what I'm trying to say is a lot of people in this space know more than they realize they know just from being in this space. So immersed. Yeah. I mean, I will share that we did have a professional test writer. Like we, we paid for a professional test writer from the CDR to write the questions for this course so that it could be, um, you know, pre-approved as a, a course for CEs for RDs. Um, it hasn't gotten that full review, but you can, like we're in the middle of that, but you can still, if you're an RD, submit it as a um, activity to get your credits. And hopefully soon we'll have it pre-approved, maybe within this year. Nice. Lynn says that she just hopped on and she's taking the coaching course and looking forward to it. She registered in early October. Well, I'll be seeing you in the class, Lynn. I know her. She's taken some of my classes. So this will be fun. I love that the teacher's becoming the students. And hey, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm very, actually very excited about it. And I'm especially excited that it's happening now. Like I wouldn't want to do something like this in the last quarter of the year or even the last half of the year, but I'm pumped now. I'm motivated and I want to learn what you guys know. Ah, the all... Uh, common money question, not money about the course, but how much on average can a certified coach expect to be able to charge hourly? And I'm curious, Tracy, if there's a general range or does it matter where a person lives? Because if it's online, the, the clients could come from anywhere. Yeah, I. this is a really um, complicated and personal question uh, because it unfortunately it depends. It depends on what you want to offer for services. Um, I have I've personally just in private coaching alone made anywhere between $50 an hour to $250 an hour, depending on what I'm building into the value of my package. So we, we do have one course that's all about how to design your own package. If you want to do one-on-one -on -one coaching um, at, a, at a, you know, private one-on-one -on -one coaching, there's another uh, lesson that's just about designing groups. And it has, if you want to do group coaching, um, in small group coaching, like there's ways to design that, that would give you a different outcome for, for income, right? You'd end up probably making more an hour, but it, you know, perhaps your lift on creating those courses and those experiences is a bigger lift. Um, it, there, it's so complicated, but, uh, yeah, I, I would say to do a quick internet search on your area too. Because um, like for me, what I was comfortable charging in Brentwood, Santa Monica and Malibu was different than I feel comfortable charging now here in Western Massachusetts. Like I, I, I just, I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't feel the same about it, about that price. So there's so many elements to deciding what you want to charge. And I think that our, our lessons really do help explore that very transparently. Right. Thank you. Uh, Dave says, can we have CEUs for RNs too? Um, great question. I haven't yet finished exploring that. I'm looking actually to, um, to explore an interprofessional allies route of, of CEs because each one of these, each one of these designations has its own set of rules and and pathways and and steps for review so we weren't able to chase all of them 
um, we've been focusing on the uh, RDs and um, uh, the NBHWC specifically for now. Oh, there's a question. I didn't, I don't know what these mean, but actually Marley said, does the certification qualify you for NBHWC or ICF? And maybe you can say what those are. Yep. The National Board of Health and Wellness um, Coaches is a, um, uh, an accredited, an accrediting organization. And to meet their standards, we would have had to completely redesign this course experience. Um, it would have nothing to do with the whole plant-based um, nutrition element would have been in a, like an entirely separate thing. So we did not design the course around what they require, or, although we did build in their core standards in the coaching pillar. So you're going to be familiar with all their core standards. If you want to take the board certified, if you want to sit for the board exam, to become an, a certified, a board certified coach. We do have a, an accelerated and discounted pathway for that in partnership with the Lifestyle Prescription University. And you can learn more about that on the website as well, that same sales page. Thank you. And Gina says, what is the deadline to apply? Mm, we have, is it this Wednesday? Um, deadline to apply. I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> I should know that. I will just say this. I'll say that we are having our first welcome call on January 15th. So I wouldn't wait. I would get on it. It's already January 8th. Um, if you miss that welcome call, we you could still get in and watch the recording, but I would just encourage you to not, not wait. We have more than more than the 300 um cap of applicants right now we're still getting through them so i would play say please just submit your deposit and get that application if, if they're not accepted or they choose not to they'll get that hundred dollars back right oh yes thank you for mentioning that of course yeah you definitely would get refunded Great. and if you get approved it goes towards your tuition perfect um, let's see. Oh, I saw something. Uh, is that in the website about certification through the other school? I think she mentioned the name of the school. Yes. Lifestyle Prescription University is the, um, the pathway. And yes, it's definitely on the sales page. Cheryl, who came, who took the course last year, who's a friend of mine up here and, and really, uh, I don't want to say sold me on the course because the truth is, is I already wanted to do it. I just needed to hear from a few people that had good experiences. And so I talked to her and I spent like about an hour on the phone once with Stacy Heine and they just said, you know, thought the world of your class. She says the deadline's January 10th. How do you know that, Cheryl? Sure. You. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, I well, it, today's the eighth. I thought it was this week, so I would. Yeah, you know, one of the things I'm you can't see the live chat because you're on Zoom and I'm I'm on Zoom too, but I'm on a different uh, system. A lot of people are saying I'd love to take it, but I can't afford it. So, is there a payment program for people that really want to do it, but maybe just can't come up with all the money up front? Yeah, there is a payment plan. Um, the monthly payment plan. Let's see if I can find that's also on the sales page. Um, 
Where is that? Way too many tabs open. I'm sorry. I know I got like probably 30 right now. So it's so funny when the computer crashes and then it says, do you want to restore your pages? And I'm like, well, not really, but okay. Right? <laughs> well, it looks like, okay, you can do six monthly payments of $9.97 a month. Or if you pay in full, it's one payment of um, $49.97. It's a little less then, huh? Yeah, yeah. I think there's a, a significant, like almost a thousand dollar discount for paying in full. Well, you know, I don't know if this is still the case, but uh, in the back in the day, if you paid by PayPal, and I don't know if that's an option, you could spread your payments over six months and they didn't charge you any interest. So I don't know if that's still an option for people. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, it's worth asking. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So who who takes this course? Are they mostly men, mostly women, mostly vegans, mostly older people, mostly younger people, mostly people in the United States? What do we have to look forward to in our class? Yeah, well, the majority of students in the first cohort were female, older, and in the US. I can give you those three things. However, <clears throat> we still had um, a diverse and uh, international cohort. And I expect that to actually um, become, I expect this to become more diverse as the years march on, just because of who we're reaching out to for professional ally networks, et cetera, et cetera. So, it, and, um, you know, our, our mission statement, as you know, probably is, is um, sustainable, ethical uh, food for all, right? Healthy, ethical, sustainable food for all. And that for all part of our mission is so near and dear to us and it, the guiding light in so many of our decisions. Um, so I, I hope to see more diversity as the years go by. Well, you just, you, I mean, I'm so, it's so nice to meet you. I get to meet my teacher because you seem like, not seem, you are such a genuine person and just so caring and kind. And I'm sure I'm going to love the course. I'm curious if you can share any success stories. Maybe I might, might be too soon because like you're saying, some people from last year maybe still have to finish up, but has anybody launched a business or written a book or recovered from a disease, you know, since taking the course? Yeah. I mean, I think the most, most of the feedback we've had has been, about how, especially the coaching pillar has helped people transform their relationships in their personal life. Oddly enough, um, the very first week, I think really blew the minds of most participants when we were telling them like, hey, you know, you have all of this information, we're gonna ask you not to share it. And they were like, what? <laughs> so there's a lot about coaching that is, um, uh, counterintuitive you know we're we're all especially when you're learning this stuff you see yourself as an expert but um i i think that we've had a lot of people transform their personal relationships their own relationship with health um tomorrow on the live q a call that we're going to have we'll share some testimonials too which are i mean i i i cry every time um but yeah, people are really, especially in the alumni channel, where people have really been doing the work a little bit uh, more in more of a focused way. There are a lot of of transformations happening with like, oh, you know, this guy got off his medicine. Oh, this person's cholesterol is back in balance. Oh, like hearing all that, you know, it's it's so rewarding. I'm super proud of these guys. 
Yeah. John, who's watching live, says today is his 20th birthday. Happy birthday, John. Today was Elvis Presley's birthday. I wonder how old he would have been. Now, he could have used this course because he was stuck in what Dr. Lyle and Dr. Goldhammer called the pleasure trap. Yes, for sure. Addiction. It's no joke. He was amazing. So, you know, I, 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 I wish this course was available when I was starting out, honestly, because then I might have learned coaching and liked it. My experience was, is I don't know anything about it. There's a book that I kind of read, Motivational Interviewing in Healthcare, because mm -hmm. as, as somebody that tried to coach one-on-one, -on -one, like I can coach one-to-many, like I still teach courses and I can talk to a lot of people. But when I was doing private consults and people still want me to do them today, I'd get so frustrated because this is how it would start. And maybe like we could just do kind of like a little role play. So the client would come to me almost always for weight loss. And before I could say anything or ask anything, and I had this intake form and they've already paid for the session. So like they weren't, it wasn't a call to see if I should talk to you. It was all the reasons why they couldn't do it. You know, well, my husband doesn't support me and my kid won't eat, you know, and it's like, it's like, I can't help you, you know, because I'm I'm really good with working with people that are really highly motivated, that are willing to clean their environment. But how do you, can you coach what I think is the uncoachable? Because, you know, some of the stuff you guys teach and the way your language is kind of reminds me of classes I took a long time ago. I don't know if you ever heard of landmark education. Yes. Was, yeah. <laughs> And yeah. so, so I get, I, 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 it resonates with me, but like one of the things they say, well, you know, you're being uncoachable, but can you coach the uncoachable? And what would you do if, if the first thing the person tells you on the first call that they paid for is, well, I cannot do anything you say. Yeah. Is yeah. Well, I, I think, um, one of the, one of the things we teach is the ability to really meet people where they are. So understanding where a person is on their scale of readiness for change, there's, you know, a scale and there are people that will, are not ready for change and they'll, they'll tell you what they're not willing to do. I had, you know, a, a client and our first call, he's like, I'll do pretty much anything you say, except I'm not going to stop drinking beer every night because I really love my grow brews and I collect them and I taste them every night. I have like four beers every night. And, and I'm like, okay, all right. So we're not going to take that on right now. There's plenty of other things we can talk about and do, you know, so really letting that person stay behind the wheel of the driver's seat and then kind of assessing where they are. And there are people that are high skill and low motivation, meaning like they know what to do, but they just don't do it. There are people that are um, low skill and high motivation. And those are the people that are a dream to work with. Like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Like if you want me to that's the kind of client I like, that's the kind of client Dr. Goldhammer likes. And that's the kind of client I was when I went to true North 65 pounds heavier on medication. It's like, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. But there, there is a range and understanding who you're talking to, understanding yourself and who you want to work with is part of it. If you just said that you like working with the people that are low skill, but high motivation. So all of your marketing language is going to be around attracting that person. So you're not going to try to appeal to everybody. You're going to know yourself. You're going to know who you're good at talking to and working with. And that's what you're going to go after. And you're not going to apologize for anything else other than that, right? For me, I'm the other the other end of the spectrum, I do really, really well with hyper resistant people. And I mean, they used to call my office back in the doctor's office, they used to call it the, the cry, the tear factory, because everybody would leave there in tears. Everybody would, I would, I would require more boxes of tissues than any other office at the doctor's office. And it was really because it was for the first time creating the space and holding the container for a person to just feel heard. 
I can't tell you how transformative that is. It has nothing to do with what you know. Sometimes it has what to, it has more to do with the space you'll hold. So being fully present, building that trust, it could take three and four visits with somebody before you even give them a speck of advice. You know, some people just want to be heard. So getting to know yourself through this coaching program, who you are, who you love, what lights you up. Um, it's really just good to figure that out. And there's no right or wrong to that. So I'm just noticing the time here. Yeah. And I, I do have to. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so sorry. It's just was so interesting talking to you. And Apple agrees that finding out, finding your right client is the key. And but what, what really quickly, uh, Nancy's going to be on extended vacation in March. Can she still take the course? She can do some work while gone. She's an RN and has rheumatoid arthritis. It sounds like an awesome program. Oh, Nancy, I would love to have you. Yeah. I mean, it's self-paced. So, you know, you'll, you'll jump in at whatever point it's right for you. You'll work at the pace that's right for you. Maybe, you know, everybody else is doing two to three hours of recorded stuff in one live call a week. And maybe when you, when you have time to jump in, you end up, you know, being so immersed and obsessed with what you're learning. You do five hours or more a week. It's, it's really, um, it's really flexible and designed to be that way. And especially with uh, knowing that you have a forum available to you with all of our lead faculty supporting you. I, I've, I've taken a lot of different certification programs and e-learning courses and all sorts of things over the past 12 years. I've never seen a more supportive, um, beautiful group of people than I have here with Food Revolution Network and the team that we've built. So I really do invite you to join it. I can't, I mean, I'm a horrible salesperson. So just, you know, if it feels right to you, great. If it, if it doesn't, you know, maybe next year, but please, um, if you have any inkling of a calling, I invite you to say yes to it. I, I feel like we're at this crossroad and the world cannot wait any longer for people that speak this language. Um, our specialization in the nutrition pillar is plant-based, whole food, plant-based nutrition. And our specialization in the coaching pillar is heart-centered compassion. And I don't know what else to say other than like, if that calls you and that feels right to you, I really hope you join us in spreading all of this as a movement. Thank you so much. I'm sorry we went over, Tracy. There were so many questions. I look forward to seeing you in the course and any of you that want to join me for a wonderful six months experience. Thanks so much for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time for Feeling Great with Lissa and Nate as they make their raw vegan lasagna. Take care, everyone, and hope to see you in the course. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much, Tracy. It was great getting to know you. Bye-bye.